Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Bronson. I'll be playing Adam Vaduva, our rogue wizard of the group here. Nick? Yeah, hey guys, I'm Nick. I am playing Dirk Vilgoth, the arcane trickster. This is a holiday episode, uh, so let's see what shenanigan, shenanigans Dirk will get in. Over to you, Aaron. Hello, I'm Aaron. I will be playing... Bertram Dirgstride, uh, our resident bard, and yeah, let's see what Graceland has in store for us today. Over to you. All right, so in store for us today is our holiday episode. Uh, this takes place shortly after our uh, Lore of the Lands episode and is going to involve the guys learning about a holiday that happens in Agelfia that they were unaware of this morning. <laughs> Uh, so you guys... It's a surprise holiday. It's a surprise holiday because you guys haven't been paying attention. <laughs> they, they don't do holiday music to Bunsen and Sir. No, no, <laughs> no that's fucking absurd. <laughs> it's the day it starts, man. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So we're going to start. Um, so you guys have a new apartment now. And this is because you guys got kicked out of your last one when the landlord found out about the black pudding that was disintegrated inside of Dirk's bedroom Oops. and also it brought attention to you know Dirk's living habits which <laughs> did not save the security deposit at all um, <laughs> so you guys got kicked out but you were able to upgrade because of your recent raises uh, so I want each of you to describe something about your new apartment starting with Dirk <laughs> 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 Put us on that goddamn spot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't warn them at all. There's gonna be some improv going on in this episode. Okay, so cool shit about the new place we live we moved into. Yeah, yeah. Just one thing that you want at one characteristic of the place, like a room that's there, something about the entire apartment, like just one aspect. Name it. Uh one room with very tall ceiling where Dirk has like all sorts of gymnastic equipment and like like almost an obstacle course that goes up the wall and on the ceiling. Okay, cool. So you have a door to a pocket dimension inside of your apartment that leads to this awesome acrobatics gym um, that you and uh, Adam get to use frequently. So Sweet. Bertram, I don't think would enjoy that too much, but hey, you never know. He might want to stretch and limber up a little bit. He prefers working out with a partner. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> next up, uh, is that an aspect you'd like to add to the apartment? Uh, not in any details, though. Bertram's <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, secret sex dungeon. Okay, we will leave that to the audience's imagination. Uh, but what is one other thing, aspect that you'd like to add to this apartment? Bertram would have like a maybe like a half of a room or something dedicated to like just uh some nice natural light and a place to read okay nice uh just or maybe not like it's set up to read but it's mostly for like talking and chatting right and at the opposite of that wall is like maybe a a tidy little bar okay cool yeah uh so we can even <clears throat> set up this room it also has a, a small hearth um as well and a small set a uh, bookshelf so even in the colder days which it it's getting colder in agelfia um you guys can light a nice fire and still have a nice chat and also you'll have the bar behind you so nice 
uh, and just the bar features, uh, there is a uh, very nicely carved uh, wooden dragon, but it's stained to like a mossy green color. I love that. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so then the uh, the second question is, do you want it to be a self-service bar or do you want to get a butler automaton um, that can serve be a very small one that basically just rides along the top of the bar and makes drinks for you. Uh, that that'll be nice. Uh, Bertram, uh, his his drinks are a little complicated, so he'll 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 cast his unseen servant every now and then. Okay, and so, have... so you're gonna rely on the unseen <laughs> servant. Okay, all right, uh, cool. Just because it's a little more uh, adept. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty classy. Plenty of practice. I yeah, for, uh... I, I'm being seduced, <laughs> and I'm not even in the room with you. <laughs> it's just a comfortable place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> next up we have Adam. What aspect are you going to add to the apartment? Well, I have one question. How much, how much room do I have to, to work with? If I wanted to have a garage slash laboratory. <laughs> you, okay. So you want, okay. All right. So this Rex is a big Sanchez's list. Garage. <laughs> this is a big list, but you could have a small, like basically like think two car garage space, size space to work with. Okay, so a one-car garage, basically, and the other half is going to be laboratory stuff. Uh, anything from, like, you know, CSI to just general alchemy. And when he can, when Adam recovers and is able to, he's going to get cracking on this problem of too many health potions <laughs> and try to figure out if he can uh, create a health potion formula or a capsule that maybe either doesn't have nasty effects afterwards or is like lessened. Okay. No yeah, how, I love this. No, I, no, no, that's cool. How long it takes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally awesome. I'm cool just making that, actual healing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like, yeah, healing potions normally have that same effect though from uh, what you know too. Mm -hmm. It's just something that like <clears throat> don't do often is like drink four potions many. at once. So um, yeah, that's totally fine with me, man. Dope. Okay. Uh, then what's up? Add one more comment about the the gym. Okay, yeah. Is it should totally have uh, test target dummies for Adam and I to practice our moves on. Fuck yeah, and yeah. So definitely. we 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 train swinging from ropes and shit and jumping off and stabbing into them. And yep. Casting spells from a distance while moving around. And I just and, shoot at them. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of bullet holes. <laughs> you guys do like four backflips, stab this thing, and then like Bertram just walks in, still in his pajamas, and shoots one and then walks away. And then on occasions, Adam and Dirk go full like kung fu movie with swinging around and trying to get each other with rapiers. <laughs> Alrighty then. The yep. practice with, one. With dulled rapiers, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh-huh, that didn't accidentally go wrong at one point. <laughs> Let's hope that the plasma... I mean, never mind. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys are waking up today, and you are supposed to be heading into the office. And uh, you guys head down to the garage. And because Bertram tells you he has a surprise for you waiting in the garage would you like to tell them about this surprise or like let's let's just do this yeah what you're you walking got? down the stairs bud yeah so uh bertram like has you guys wait out outside the garage door uh Fuck yeah 
<laughs> but he's not doing anything to prepare. He's just like listening at the door to see. Dirk's standing on the outside <laughs> next to Adam with uh, Zed on his shoulder, just kind of looking back and forth like, all right, yeah, he's, he said he's got something for us, but uh, so far I'm not impressed. Adam's writing in his journal that Bertram has a surprise for us. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like Adam, Adam's kind of weird and will sometimes, uh, I guess, scribe like kind of mundane events of the day, um, just to help him wake up. But all right, uh, Bertram's like waiting at the door and he just kind of deflates a little bit. God damn it, Bertram! What is it? Show us already. No imagination. I'm just gonna <laughs> whip open the door, uh, and inside it's just gonna be uh, the fully collapsed, just one briefcase, just sitting in the middle of the. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. And behold, and try not to weep, tears of joy, my gift, uh, my surprise. And Dirk just takes a moment. It's to... just a leather briefcase that you see in sitting in. Dirk takes a second to look at it, look it over, and think to himself, he was supposed to go get vehicles, and he came back with this. And then he remembers back to yep. Vago with the Dragonborn. And he's like, oh. But he's going to still play into the thing. Bertram, what the hell? We told you to go get vehicles, and this is what you come back with. What what's so special about this? Does it fly? Do we jump into it and we just like teleport to another dimension? What the f is this? Is there a lock on it for our files? Adam seems genuinely excited for once. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm. This is uh. You guys are no fun. I'm just gonna like stomp <laughs> over to nice. this. It's a good briefcase. It's not a briefcase. I'm gonna just push the button okay. and then leap back. <laughs> Bertram, roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> it's not good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, one away from a natural one. <laughs> oh, even better. Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> so with a roll of a three, uh, you press the button, right? Mm -hmm. And and nothing happens. And then you look down and you, you remember that there's a code you have to press. <laughs> so no one <laughs> so someone just can't randomly uh, use it. Pardon me? I'm just, just going to like pull out some notes. Like, what did I write? <laughs> there will be very secure files. <laughs> Thanks, Bertram. Uh, I'm going to put in the code, push the button, but I just want to like, instead this in this time of like just pushing it and stepping back, I'm just going to grab my handle, put in the code, and then just kind of like chuck it between us all. Okay, yeah. So it spins on the ground, and as it spins, it turns on and starts revving up as it stops uh, this this bimotor that I described in the Lore of the Lands episode sitting between you guys. Oh, shit, Bertram! <laughs> you really outdid yourself. Uh... I'm so very sorry, Adam. It is not... <laughs> A briefcase, although it looks like one. Adam's gonna. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk's already it. jumping on to it. <laughs> Adam's gonna walk up to it and kind of closely inspect it, and 
<laughs> see if it's like <clears throat> if it works properly if it's in good condition mm, okay just because the last one we had was kind of it just yeah. has like a lot of black glossy angular panels uh so yeah i mean whatever you would use for an appraisal check you can go ahead and roll that like uh probably a magnifying glass and yeah just uh investigation there you go sounds good to me investigation and uh, in the meantime, Dirk is on top of the bike, and he's just, like, testing out with his boots how, like, how his boots fitting onto the bike might help him get a better grip. And yeah. Thinking about how he's going to be riding this thing now that he's so excited. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Definitely uh, standing atop it would be possible as you're going by mm-hmm. with the boots. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. I'll keep that in mind. Um. So what's up? So I get now, because of my level up, a plus 10 to my investigation. 23 for my investigation. <laughs> <laughs> so with a 23, you properly investigate this uh, vehicle. And is it like brand new parts, like top of the line yeah, kind of stuff? Like some of it seems like it could be like. You, from what you've know, like you've done research on this sort of thing, sure. there's some other aftermarket parts that like probably would make this a little bit better, but it's pretty much off the lot. Like it's best good, you could get. Stock, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, top of the line stock. Mm-hmm. So Dirk looks down at the at the uh, bi motor and sees sees a bright red button. Hey, what does this button do? And he slowly <laughs> puts his finger down. Waiting for a response. I think Adam, uh, <laughs> if, <Hold up. laughs> if if he could recognize all the parts properly, would be like, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> like, he probably is like, I think I know what that's for. But. So you know what it's for. You also need to know that you have to get up to max speed first before you press it. Oh, okay, okay. So pressing it now would be nothing. All right, yeah. And then Adam, yeah, Adam would be like, whatever. <laughs> press and it. Dirk, Dirk just starts pressing it. Doop, 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 doop. It's the idiot button. Is this supposed to do something? It tells us which of us are the idiot. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I learned by experience and poking at things till I realize what they do. Some people <laughs> like to read books. I learned the hard way. Uh, that you do, indeed. <laughs> uh, it It's a boost feature, but you have to be going at quite the clip before it engages. Adam would, Adam would say... Uh, I estimate this is around X miles per hour to X miles per hour. I don't know. I mean, fast it gets to bitchin' fast. It, it gets <laughs> up to like sixty when most vehicles get to about forty. Nice in like stock vehicles. Nice. We this have the first. Fast. We have the first Formula One car ever built. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to be hook. clear. Like there are other people <laughs> out there that have. Yeah, these these vehicles like that's true. Possibly even faster with aftermarket stuff. Also true. Exactly. So like, it's not like you got the best, but you got pretty damn good. This feels like we got the best retail. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. would be the best that like you know any civilian could walk in. Right. Is. Right. Okay. Nice. So, damn, we got a better vehicle than probably what the fucking police yep has in our <laughs> precinct. I hope so. I mean, you don't know what Mudbreaker's car looks like, so it's fine. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to trust Ooh, Falker's car. Now yeah. I'm excited to see. Well, what, yeah, what's because in that Mudbreaker's. was a a few million dollar piece of 
like military machinery. So that had plenty of other magical effects that no one here at the table knows about. So it's fine. Yeah, oh, I shit. imagine Falkrum made his own modifications, but yeah. Um, but that's not all. Oh, what else is there? Come on, there's more. Stop janking my chain. I have and two let's other, go. I have two others hidden away, uh, just just out of sight in the corner okay. of the garage. I'm just gonna pull out one. A briefcase for you. And that will be yours, uh, Dirk, since you're standing on it like a heathen. <laughs> and this will be mine. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, here you go. You guys have your uh, bimotors. Um, and it's time to head into work. Uh, so you guys hop on. Uh, do you make a stop for anything to eat or drink on your way in? Like, just to show it off. <laughs> yeah. A coffee and a breakfast bagel. Yeah. Would be great. You want a coffee and a breakfast bagel. Okay. All right. So what kind of bagel are you getting? It would be an everything bagel with cheese and sausage. Cheese and sausage. Okay, good, good. Yeah. And then Dirk rides down to like the greasy, low, low quality fast food place and gets the grossest breakfast burrito. Yeah, it's it's just like this goblin. Goblin. It's just a cart. Yeah, it's just a food cart. <laughs> what are you getting today, Dirk? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take one of those breakfast burritos. All right, then. And he just slaps something together and chucks it at you. And, like, it's oozing, like, from the wrapping. And, like, it's, like, dripping, but you can smell it. And it just it just smells like meat and, like, juicy salsa. And, like, like, like yeah, you don't know whether it's, like, fucking sauce dripping out or grease. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it is, but whatever it is smells something. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, thanks, bud. I'll catch you later. All right, so what does Bertram get for breakfast? Uh, Bertram, uh, if you'll allow it, has made friends with the chef and other friends with a courier. Okay, okay. So he just has... Uh, <laughs> He's got some connections? Yeah, he just has a, uh, a friend that's a chef. Just prepare him a breakfast burrito of sorts, but it just always arrives at the precinct or at uh oh that's fucking awful like at, like, at our new uh place so is there just like this uh like messenger boy standing outside the precinct as you walk in every morning yep yeah just like or you know what? no like, no because you guys friends. you like, guys have a have a parking like... spot in the garage like he's just standing in your parking spot till you till you get there <laughs> so he can get his his like coin for the day yeah and i i of course uh overpay him and uh we we just chat briefly uh, about his morning, how his family's doing. Nice. All right, so yeah, yeah. You, you pull in, and the other two are just a little bit behind you because you got a little bit of head start, not having to stop. Could there perhaps be gyroscopic cup holders in our <laughs> bimotors so that Adam's Fuck coffee yes. may not spill? Yes, there is. There is. It's even better. <laughs> like it actually goes to a pocket dimension. Ooh, yeah. Inside, All right. Inside the. It's like it's just the size of a cup of coffee. Like if you got. The large, it's it might not extravagant. fit, but like <laughs> yeah. it definitely fits. Like, yeah, damn. I thought I was being bougie just having breakfast <laughs> delivered, <every day. laughs> but uh, no. Pocket yeah. dimension cup holders. That's yeah, wild. Uh, <laughs> so you you pull up, and Dirk is just now finishing his burrito as he pulls up, and he just has grease like on his face. He's like slowly just wiping away on his sleeve. Like the bike is somehow already greasy. You don't know how. It's only been like twenty minutes since he's had it, but it's greasy now. I see you've had your morning roadkill. Uh, are we good? Are we ready? Uh, Just like unwrapping a steaming breakfast burrito. <laughs> yeah. Have, yeah. 
I'm ready. Have a good choosing day, Bertram. I'll see you uh, see you tomorrow. What day? Choosing day. Uh, I choose this day. What What does do, that mean? Do you, do you Do you not know? It's the greatest of all holidays in Gelfia. Oh my. I mean, it's fine. You didn't get me anything, but um, so choosing day. It's it's a form of our. Uh, it's a celebration of our victory of gaining our independence from the dragons thousands of years ago. Oh. It's been celebrated for thousands of years. Of, co- of course I know about choosing day. I didn't forget about you. Uh, your, it's because I couldn't use you as the courier, oh, of course, because oh, it ruined the surprise. It's, it's on its way. I'm oh. sure they just, of course, are not as good as you are. Oh. So, um, <clears throat> so sometime today? Sure. Oh, yes. This is <laughs> wonderful. I can't. I can't wait. Thank. Thank you so much. I've. I've got to go back to work. Thank you, Bertram. Thank you. Have a wonderful choosing day. Ah, you too. Good luck. I. I. You know. I heard some people talking, and here there's some fun presents for you guys waiting upstairs. And he he scurries off. That's the most terrifying <laughs> holiday I've ever heard. Adam's gonna reach over into the pocket dimension cup holder, and the, his coffee's just gonna suck right up into his palm. Uh, as he begins most moving towards the okay, so uh, it sucks up into his palm and like he goes to grab it, but because nothing can be perfect, the hot coffee like squirts out of the top of the lid and like gets all over uh, Adam's hand, and he like burns himself a little bit from it. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you, you can't have everything, man. But <laughs> and uh, as as Dirk walks next to Bertram as they're walking in, he just kind of holds out his arm. And Adam just looks over to Dirk, rolls his eyes, and does prestidigitation as they always do when Dirk is coming into work. <laughs> Gross as fuck. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. Like, like a little minty <laughs> freshness smell. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> You're like grumbling, like, just fucking shower, man. <laughs> uh, but you, you all saunter into work, shoulder to shoulder. And uh, everyone is, you hear the clatter of people, you know, congratulating themselves, people passing out gifts. It's early in the morning. This is when everyone's coming in. And it just looks like no work is getting done yet. It's just everyone is just mingling about, like passing gifts around. Um, You do notice that a lot of people are wearing kind of fluffier clothing and maybe are all dressed a little bit nicer than they normally would. Uh, There's, you notice that there's a lot of feather boas that are hung around people's necks as you walk about. Um, and you do make your way up to your office where Mudbreaker is sitting there waiting for you guys. Oh, good choosing day to you, Mudbreaker. <clears throat> well, good choosing day to you too, Bertram. I was slightly surprised that you said anything yesterday, but it's fine. It's fine. Well, uh, it's because we, of course, knew about the day before today. This isn't our first ever choosing day. Uh, after being in the city less than a year, and Adam really like shaking his just, head. <laughs> and and, and Dirk, you, you're, you're telling him he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Adam's just, a go. Dirk just <laughs> totally blows the lid off of all of Bertram's bullshit when he just leaps up, sticks onto the ceiling, like, "Morning, Chief. Uh, so what's this choosing day bullshit?" God damn it! <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't know. Ah, interesting. Um, well, this is gonna be kind of awkward then. Um. I have gifts for you guys. That's not awkward. That's what? wonderful. Well, I mean, it's it is a little awkward if you don't have a gift to give. 
in return. It's it's in the mail. You just see Bertram. I don't really believe, but it's it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Hold, oh, could hold, you hold on, hold on Mudbreaker. Let, let, let me see what I got. And Dirk just starts going into his bag <laughs> of holding. The same thing, just, just just tossing out like daggers and some. Oh, uh, my gift to you is I'm Caltrops. not giving you trash from my bag. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine, guys. I, I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> and he pulls out a stack of three wooden uh, boxes. And when he pulls it out of his drawer, you can smell the scent of cedar in the air. These are three small cedar chests. Um, now, I, you guys have done a lot this these past few months here. And uh, I just, I really appreciate the work you did. And I was talking with, you know, Fulcrum. And he had a few things he had laying around, and he was willing to do a few modifications for you. But this is this is a gift from me to you. I purchased them from him. And he hands you each a box with your name on it. Uh, as he's giving this spiel, Dirk is still digging through his <laughs> bag of holding. And he pulls out some wire, uh, some paper, uh, some glue, and a, and a candle. And he form and some string, and he makes this like bullshit looking uh hot air balloon thing that lights with the candle and it just floats a little bit. Okay. So <laughs> you're gonna make a sleight of hand check, but using your intelligence instead of dexterity. Okay. Perfect. So like if you have proficiency, you still get your proficiency modifier. Perfect. Okay. And Adam is going to take out the alertness booster that Dirk gave him. <laughs> and just like <laughs> Hold out the capsule <laughs> to pay to to Mudbreaker. This is uh, so that's a this 19. is interesting. That's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. Okay, yeah. So I mean, it works. It's like a little desk ornament sort of thing, right? It 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 just looks really shitty and it was literally thrown together like in less than a minute. So and it's even like kind of like one of those perpetual motion machines. Like it goes up and there's a string, and when it reaches the, the like top of it, it stops and falls back down, and then it does it again. So like he's like, this is actually really cool. Can I see that? He puts it. He puts it on the corner of his desk, and he's like standing back, looking. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. In my mind, it seems like super cool. You're welcome, chief. (laughs) I mean, I'd fucking love to have that on my desk right now. Be awesome. All right, uh, and then you hand him this cat. It's an alertness booster uh, that Dirk made, I believe. Uh, Its duration is an hour. You consume it. It's like a. Kind of like a caffeine pill, so it gives you like advantage on perception and initiative rolls, and uh, plus two to your passive perception for the duration. You said Dirk made this, right? Yeah. He motions to you, Dirk, and he, he motions you over. Uh, so do do you know how does this work with the ladies? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Chief, does it does it make it last? Chief, you'll you'll be good. You'll be good for at least four hours. Mrs. Mudbreaker <laughs> will be very pleased. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now it canonically is also Viagra. <laughs> mm. Jesus. We're going to be rich as fuck. It's going to be so good. If it lasts more than six hours, go see a doctor. <laughs> or a cleric. Go see a Because you will be blessed, but also cursed. Ah. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know about using the alertness booster in combat. I don't know if I if I want to be rock hard while I'm fighting <laughs> fucking kobolds. Well, it actually gives you a plus four intimidation or persuasion. <laughs> hang on, hang on. The real question yeah. is, do you guys not get a boner from playing D&D? Only, no. Okay, all right. Only good. when I'm scaroused. Cur- yeah, I don't either. I currently have mine tucked in my waistband. Oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. All right. All right. Enough with jokes. Anyways, we're moving on from this. Adam's opening shtick. up his chest. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Adam opens up his chest first. Inside, there is a metal version of your gauntlet. It is made of a silvery metal of some sort. And as you examine it and lift it up, silver is very heavy metal. Mm-hmm. This is very light. You would associate it probably as mithril. <laughs> and as you lift it up, you notice that there is um, a dial sitting uh, at the center of the back of the hand section of this small gauntlet. And it just has an array of precious gems in it. And they all kind of like in kind of this domish uh, structure inside of this glass case. So like it's it's this disc and inside there's all these uh, gemstones kind of like arrayed in this dome-like shape. And as you touch it, light begins to shimmer and you see flickers of just shimmers and like kind of like the startup menu comes up. And nice. it's this holographic image nice displayed. Yeah, just above the, yeah, the so gauntlet it's like center. A, it's like, yeah, like an enhanced version of, well, my gauntlet. Exactly. That's awesome. And he, uh, that's, it's exactly what that is, Adam. It's an, it's an enhanced gauntlet for you. <laughs> yeah, Adam's unwrapping his okay. uh, leather gauntlet. He wants to fucking try this thing on, but. Okay, so as you're doing that, uh, are either of you going to open up your box? Yeah, yes. Dirk, Dirk just tears into it, just hands first and just tries to rip it apart like okay. a box apart with one go okay yep you do that you just rip it off its hinges and, and mud breakers like okay it's fine um and inside there is just the sleek black cylinder and at one end there are three prongs that stick up uh kind of just out of it okay mm-hmm. towards the uh the tip okay uh and on the side there are three buttons. Okay. Dirk, I think you'll like this one. Press the center button. Center button. Uh, should I point it somewhere specific? I mean, not at yourself, obviously. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. And a light comes this white blade, and it's super thin, as thin as a razor. Uh, and it mirrors a rapier. And this plasma blade that you were just given is extremely sharp and gives you additional abilities, which you'll learn about later, uh, since it requires attunement. Sick. That was uh, something from uh, your friend Fulcrum, obviously. So, oh, All right. Fulcrum. All right. Well, I... it's it's from me, but he designed it. It's... It's not. It's not important. But oh, thank you, sir. This uh, this looks like fun. <laughs> uh, and Bertram, the best for last, I'm sure. I'm just Bertram's going to take time to admire the box and slide okay. off the top. 
So for yours, I'm going to ask you. You open up and you see a revolver. What mm-hmm. does it look like? Oh. <laughs> um. Take your time if you need it. Uh, no, I, I think I got it. Uh, so it has like uh, the steel of the revolver is uh, similar to their bikes. It's a shiny a black metal mm-hmm. and along the length of the barrel uh um like originating from the the hmm, let me think about this no originating from the end of the barrel near the crown uh comes back just like a swirling uh geometric pattern of f- fractals that's, and it's just inlaid with nice uh with uh gold and the uh handle itself is uh it is a shimmering kind of white okay. um uh as the, and uh as Bertram opens it and looks looks at the uh pistol he, he picks it up makes sure it makes sure it's empty and then um kind of tests the heft of it it's it's got a nice <clears throat> weight to it but it's still it's not super heavy either um, and he begins to go through a couple, um, uh, like revolver, uh, flourishes and routines that he's begin to, begun to pick up mm-hmm. and add to his repertoire. And so he's like, uh, spinning it on a finger and, um, getting the heft of it. And then he grabs his other pistol, kind of reverse draw from, with his other hand. You just kind of see him. Yeah. Uh, so juggle and flip over. When you pull out your other pistol, so you feel the difference in weight. And the feel of the grip, it's it's much better on the new one. This one, it's like, it's night and day almost. I mean, the other one weighs almost twice as much, first off. And then on top of it now, um, this one, you know for a fact, holds uh, larger cartridges just by looking at it. Nice. So. And he just, he just ends by flipping one revolver uh, from beneath his wrist over the top and catching it again. And nice. Hefts the two. Well, um, it is quite a beauty. Uh, thank you so much, Chief. Of course. And seriously, you don't have to get me anything, Bertram. It's, it's all right. Well, of course I will. Okay. I just I didn't think. know this day existed. That's totally fine. Um, Meanwhile, in the corner, Dirk is fucking with a piece of paper and his new plasma blade and it's just starting to light on <laughs> that, fire that's a note okay it's fine don't worry about it it's fine Bertram's <laughs> gonna load <laughs> load the pistol and uh i'm going to need another holster we'll figure this out Man, i'm just trying to just i guess like wear in yeah so the, you guys uh will require a short rest amount of time to attune to your weapons and learn their full abilities so uh and he's like, well, you know, today really is just, everyone just fucks around today, man. You don't, you didn't actually have to come to work today. You know that, right? No, we didn't know that. Okay, well, you don't have to come to work today, so it's fine. Man, who would have thought that three guys that are kind of new to Agelfia wouldn't, uh, wouldn't know how holidays work around here yet? You know, it's really funny. This guy named uh, Steve, uh, he works <laughs> in uh, cleanup. He 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 was telling us about something that he overheard you guys talking about. How you really like surprises, and that it would ruin it if we told you before. And you know Steve, 
Steve's that Steve, guy. That fucking <laughs> fucker. Uh, fucking Steve. Uh, Steve is the guy that you pissed off in the sewers. Yes, he is. He definitely is. <laughs> For the fans that forget. <laughs> well, um, I can't wait to um, splash him with our new vehicles as he's walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, days to yourself, guys. Enjoy. Um, although not knowing there might be a few important people you feel you might need to get gifts for so i'd hurry before the stores close at noon noon shit 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 all right come on let's go all right so yeah stores Uh, close at noon uh, who who would we normally get gifts for on this holiday friends family loved ones just you do understand the idea behind a gift right it's just a token of your appreciation, respect, and no? None of this? Mudbreaker, I didn't realize we were so close to you. Thanks. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I mean... I really appreciate this. It'd also be kind of normal to get, like, a gift for each other. I did. I got them both very nice gifts. You did. He did. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it was our combined finances, but, you know. Adam, Adam, I gotta let you in on a secret. The better the gift is, whatever the difference is between the gifts, there's a superstition around the city that, you know, could lead to a bad year for you. Is he bullshitting me? (laughs) No, he... uh, Go ahead and roll an insight check to to see if what he's saying is legitimate. That's 26. He seems genuinely to believe in the superstition that he's explaining to you right now. Um, And, I mean, it's up to you whether or not Adam would believe in superstitions. Because, like, it's arguable that superstitions do actually exist in D&D. Because of magic and shit. But you don't know how this shit works. It's up to you how you want to spin this. Like, if you just want to, like, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's it's just superstition. (laughs) Or you could lean into it. It's up to you. However you want to do that. Well, I would like to embrace the culture of this city. I think I know what I'll get Bertram. And I think I know what I'll get Dirk. It'll take some time. Good, good. I, I just, It's fine, yeah. And hopefully, I mean, this, this is a pretty awesome gift, and he just holds up the capsule. Leave. Not joking, Mrs. Montbreaker might enjoy this. It's been a <laughs> while. While. Thank you for educating us on this holiday. Of course. Uh, yeah, please enjoy. I'm sorry that I listened to Steve. I'll, I'll know better in the future. Um, do you guys not get along, or is this a playful jest between colleagues? Oh, we are the best, just best of colleagues. Oh, okay, good, good. I'm glad. I, I'd hate to see that there's ill content being spread amongst the, the precinct. Of course, of course. This is a place of professionalism and law and order. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys walk out. Um, By the way, have you seen Steve today? Did he uh, come in for any reason? Yeah, I mean, he was trading gifts with uh, with the others downstairs. Excellent. Oh, Steve! He's opening gifts, and he's like, what's up, Bertram? Happy choosing day, Steve. <laughs> Happy choosing day, Bertram. Got a lot of gifts to go get. No, I'm, I knew about the holiday. I got everyone that's important to me. 
Sorry, you didn't make the list. <laughs> Steve, I am joking. Of course I care about you, you rascally prankster. I didn't know about today. But that's my gift to you, Bertram. Well, enjoy the, the surprise. I as hear you, you like them. As you know of the superstition, I, of course, have to match your gift to me with one to you. So look oh, forward to it, Steve. <sighs> have Amy, a nice choosing day. He grumbles and turns around and continues talking to his friends. But there, you saw a couple beads of sweat drip down his forehead <laughs> as he thought about the implications <laughs> of that statement. Uh, okay. All right. So you guys, what are you guys doing? This is... I'm, I'm leaving this day to you. I will fill in the gaps as you guys improvise what you want to do. Adam's going to try to find like a local newspaper and see where all the big events are happening. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, there's a newspaper bulletin inside the precinct, so you can even look at that. And like, so today uh, there is a big lighting ceremony of one of the buildings downtown. Uh, so it is decorated with colorful lights that are strung up the sides of the building and is lit at about 10 o'clock in the morning. You can go there. Uh, there is also a parade that is led uh, down the um, West Wall District that you can go to. Um, and here it is just a bunch of food uh, spread along the street. And there are people dressed as different colored dragons. And there's uh, a show Going on, apparently, uh, the death of the dragons is the play being played here. Um, and yeah, those are the two big ones that you see. You also see literally just hundreds of sales going on at all the different businesses. Nice. Last minute shopping, you know, from yesterday and today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get your gifts today. Sure. Like yeah. a Black Friday sort of thing. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like, like, think the day before Christmas sales. Cool. All that right. sort of thing. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. Adam would show. Adam would point point out the okay advertisements. Yeah. So, what are you guys doing? Uh, so Dirk immediately is thinking, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Mudbreaker gave us this cool gift. So, what will other people be expecting for gifts?" And Dirk starts thinking about how many people he needs to make or find gifts for. Right. So, when you think about that, uh, so obviously the first two that come to mind are uh, Adam. Bertram, um, and also, of course, you know, your gift to Mudbreaker was great. I mean, he seemed to love it, but you seemed to think it was a little bit less than what was standard, and after receiving a plasma blade, maybe <laughs> you think you didn't get enough, and if you believe in the superstition that you heard about, that could change your mind, too. Uh, there's also one other person that kind of brings up other feelings to you that you think about as well. Um, and, uh -huh. you know, you've met some people throughout. There might be some people in the precinct that might be on that short list of maybe getting a small gift too, but it's not like big on your list. You know what I mean? They get put down towards the bottom. Does it look like Dirk is kind of floating on air while when he's thinking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what's what's Dirk look like while he's thinking about this? Uh, so I'm imagining uh, Dirk is out there with Adam, looking at this notice board with all of the information, and Dirk is just kind of pacing up and down a wall just thinking <laughs> just all right all right uh, let's you let's see that. i need one for bertram uh adam uh let's see uh should maybe get another thing for mudbreaker oh oh shit uh scarlet oh man i should get something for scarlet zed can you help me can with you make that a later? dex check 
<laughs> Do I hear these mumblings? Yeah, probably. Uh, so that is just uh, the die plus dex. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dex save. Dex save. Oh, a dex save. Yeah, I'll okay. save. I'm much better than that. Uh, 14. Okay, so with a 14, your foot sticks to a piece of paper as you weren't paying attention when you were thinking about Scarlet, <laughs> and now you're, like, dangling from the ceiling, like, oh, trying to catch funny. yourself, and, like, the piece of paper is definitely stuck to the boot now, so, like, you have to drop down to try and catch yourself and pull it off, and, yeah, so... Ah, shit, shit. And uh, Dirk just kind of, like, looks like a fool while he's he has three limbs off of the wall and just hanging by <laughs> one leg, and he just kind of bends at the knee and, and leaps off and lands on the ground and once he lands, he just grabs that freaking piece of paper and tears it off his boot. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So you get it free, and now you're good. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so have you... I ever heard of Scarlet before? I don't know. Have you? This is also mm-hmm. a real question that we did not cover. Uh, so you haven't heard of Scarlet. Have they heard of your stuff yet? <laughs> uh, I mean... Well, has there been time? Probably. Arguably, there could be, but if you don't, we we if you want like specifically if you want to role play it, we we can say it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I I do want to say it hasn't happened yet, not because it'll be a secret forever. Because I do want to RP it. Okay, that sounds more fun. So by this point in time, uh, Bertram definitely knows about uh, Scarlet. Oh yeah, Scarlet, because Dirk had to message him asking him for advice on where to take the girl out. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we. I, I role played as Bertram. You were just drunk at a bar, and then asked him to come pick you up. That was that was the <laughs> the extent of that. But like hey. Bertram would find a ride if he and <laughs> someone was busy on a date. He was not a date. He was just making plans oh, for one later right. at a later time. Yeah, it has not occurred yet. Yeah, uh, but also, um, Dirk also will be requesting other assistance from Bertram because he has no idea how to actually court a girl. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I imagine that Bertram probably spilled the tea to uh, Adam at this point. Probably. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Not if you... Go ahead. ahead. If if Dirk would have asked or applied he didn't want to share it, he no, Dirk wouldn't have done that. Dirk, Dirk didn't specify. He's just like, all right, I need help. I don't. I there's this girl I like. I want to take her up. I don't know where to take her. Gotcha. So uh, Adam would be during this time currently thinking of supplies he needs for the gifts for Dirk and Bertram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to find supplies to make some sort of alchemical capsule. Okay, now hold on. Wait. Okay. Before you do this, what we're going to do is we're going to actually go shopping for these gifts. So you're going to tell me where you go to get these instead, and then we're going to role play that. That's going to be part of this this episode, just to be clear. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm going to spice things up. Good. Really hoping. That's kind of the whole point. It's supposed <laughs> to just be fun. Like, okay, if, if, you, if you want to do something where you're creating something made alchemically. Yeah. You could say that instead your role play will be you stealing them from the precinct. No, or I, would, I, I just want to get the raw materials <laughs> for them. I okay. guess. Okay, so wherever you would get that, it does not have to be a legitimate place of business either. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So 
with that in mind, let's continue. Uh, are you guys going to split up to get gifts for each other first? Do you guys want to split up to get gifts for each other? How do you want to do this? Adam definitely is splitting at least to go. All right. Gifts seems to be a big thing for this holiday, and we might make a bad impression if we don't do it. So let's go get gifts for people that mean something to us and meet back four hours for evening events. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Let's start with. Let's go with Adam. Uh, So you seem kind of excited. So uh, because I now that you guys brought up this Scarlet interaction, I think I have like a perfect gift for Adam. Okay. Uh, You mean for Dirk? Sorry, for Dirk. Okay. Damn. That's fine. Um, <laughs> <You are Adam>. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect gift for myself. <laughs> uh, so, ideally, Adam wants to go to, I guess, someone that would be pretty good at enchanting things. Okay. And the scenario would go like he wants to get a small, mechanical, almost seashell-like <clears throat> device, mm-hmm. very tiny, that could fit in someone's ear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then a partner one to fit in someone else's ear. Oh, okay. So that they can communicate. And I guess Adam's idea is like, oh, Bertrand can just like feed Dirk lines on his date. That way, <laughs> Dirk can. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, all right. Scarlet. So, so uh, Adam knows that he can go to the Rarick District, uh, which is kind of like the uh, gnome town of the city. Uh, the gnomes have spread out and. Their machines kind of are invading. Not literally, but, you know, their presence is kind of like, you know, overtaking the entirety of the streets and stuff. Like, as you drive down, you have to, like, swerve around, like, piles of machinery. And, like, some of the buildings look like they've been built out of in obscure ways. It's like they make room for what they need and then they just keep going. There's no Mm -hmm. stopping with the invention. Uh, I mean, like you drive past a giant puddle that is eating away at the sidewalk in the area. Like there's like this five foot sinkhole now just dropping through like some sort of acid was poured there at some time. Shit Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Um, And you pull up to a small gadget store uh, in the vicinity and you think maybe this place will have what you're looking for. Mm hmm. So you enter in, and there is uh, three gnome children kind of scurrying about the place, and uh, one of them scurries up to you. What, what can I get for you? Are you looking for anything specific today? Yeah, I'm looking for... Bronson does not know the technical, uh, maybe, terms for some of these pieces and parts, but... Adam probably doesn't either. So, <laughs> like, he might, like, you could describe the effect would be best because of how, like, Magitech works in the city. Okay. Like, I'm... someone could use seashells, and the other person could use, like, wires and stuff. You know, like, so, you don't know. I'm looking for something that can continuously cast message between two people. Oh, oh, discreetly. you need you, you need a secret message? Do, do, you want, do you want the earworm? Do you want the earworm? Why don't you show me the earworm first, oh, and yeah, I'll let you yeah. know. <laughs> okay, so he's, he runs over. And, like, he's a lot faster than you think he would be. Like, he is two feet tall. Okay? He's, like, a teenage gnome. And he's, like, two feet tall. Okay? So he's scurrying around, and he he runs up. And you see this glass case. And there's just, like, this sawdust. And inside, there are, like, literal, like, mealworms, like, like moving around. There's there's the worms. There they are. They're fucking wonderful. 
<laughs> do you think you could give me a demonstration? It's going to cost you, man. These things aren't cheap. Are they like one use? Or? Yeah, they're one use, man. Do you not know how earworms work? They're super cool. <laughs> has Adam has Adam ever read about? No, no, you have not heard anything about these. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of looking for something a little more on the permanent side. Ah, ooh, well, the permanent earworms—they're kind of dangerous. No, David, stop it! No, that's not—that's not what he's looking for. He's looking for a permanent version of what he asked for initially. Jesus Christ, dude! Would you fucking pay attention? And he's like, come here, come here, come here. I'll show you. I'll show you what you need. And he, he scurries over and he, uh, he looks over at, uh, you see this stack of boxes here. This is what you need. And he picks it up and he hands it to you. And inside, there is uh, like two seeming like metal little loops uh, that seem to like be meant to fit around one's ear. Hmm. Uh, that fits around the back. It's It's got this like shimmering metal. Like it, it's somewhat exposed, but it's not too bad. Like it's no more flashy than like an earring would be. And Dirk has like ear. longer hair. Is that right? Yeah, he's got yeah. a little bit of shaggy kinda. head. Kind of. If Adam thinks that he could hide it behind his hair, uh, how much would these be? This this is perfect for you. Um, ooh, uh, and you talk about finances. Uh, go ahead and roll, roll persuasion check to see if it's within your budget. Get a plus one to this. Let's go. Four. Four total. <laughs> oh. like, I, I don't know, man. I, oh, man. I could finance it to you. Seems like it's out of your price range right now, man. And then you remember how Bertram just spent a lot of money on these bikes from your... Our. <laughs> your finances. Our. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Well, how about this? If I if I finance it, can you show me how it works first? Of course, of course. So he puts he puts one on and he puts it on you. And just in your head you hear <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> Loud and clear and creepily, yes. Good, good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take it off. <laughs> Yeah, I'll. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bronson put the earbud back in, and I just like instinctively kept going. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, this this is probably perfect. Awesome, awesome. Here, yeah, I'll box it up for you, and we'll get it out to you. All right, so uh, yeah, he boxes it up for you, and he passes it to you uh, as you're leaving the store. You hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he's excited for making his sale <laughs> all right uh so that is um that is adam's purchase of a gift for dirk we'll hear about the other gifts that adam uh picked out for the everyone else uh later but we're gonna skip on ahead to bertram um so is adam or dirk with you No, he okay. thought about roping in Adam. Uh, well, I guess it depends on which gift. He he can. We'll we'll get to uh, Dirk's gift later, but he thought about roping in Adam for it, and he's like, he's not going to be helpful for this gift. Okay, okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> um, and right now he's shopping for Adam. He's he's shopping for Adam right yes. now. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and the idea Bertram had is 
he wants to find or maybe has heard of or, or knows of like a up and coming a haberdasher or a leather worker of some kind. And he's after the swankiest, most utilitarian green boat of a briefcase he can find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And salesman walks up. This baby holds so much <laughs> notes. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you walk into this super swanky haberdashery. And uh, do they know you? Like, have uh, you come here before? Uh, like probably probably yeah probably. this is where you get your your stuff from yeah do well, you have a hat like does bertram wear a hat he does okay um he didn't before um i mean his since the last time we talked about bertram's wardrobe it's it's changed okay um, like you're up in it yeah he's up in it and he has a couple nods to um his new knighthood okay uh, okay like he wears like a half uh, capelet kind of goes over nice, uh, diagonally nice. and that um, kind of covers up his holster on one side. Nice. Um, uh, and it's it's just like a very uh, nice like black color, but on the inside it's like a very deep green. Ooh, okay. All right, I like it. Um, but he, he still tends towards, uh, you know, vests and button-up collared shirts. Gotcha. Um um but yeah so right now so i'd imagine his his holster he's gotten from here or something right like that. yeah and yeah it's he, got he it's now got, has to put in another order for another holster <laughs> nice it's got yeah it's got bd engraved on it <laughs> um so yeah you you walk in uh, welcome bertram you're back again uh what is it this time well off uh, to get a gift yes uh in fact um this isn't the gift but i will need a kind of mirrored set of this uh, last holster you made me. I just need it in these dimensions. I'll just put the uh, uh, new revolver on on the table with the chamber um, Uh, unlatched. Well, so I I would like to remind you, so today, I don't know if you know, but we do have rush offers for a slightly higher price so you can get what you need today. Is that what you'd like out of this? Uh, This there's no rush for. Instead, I'd like your attention's turned towards an actual gift for someone I good, have in good, mind. Good, And uh, this is for Adam. I don't know if he's come in here with me before. You would absolutely uh, remember him because of his metallic hand uh, device. But uh, he's a bit of a bibliophile and uh, note taker. And... Um, could be a bit more organized, although I'm sure he has a system, but I'm looking for a uh, satchel, a bag of, of a sort, um, maybe the dimensions of a briefcase or, and just kind of like measuring with his hands in, in the air, like how big uh, Bertram's imagining. Um, uh, well, Bertram, as normal, uh, why don't you give me a number? And he slides a small sheet of paper. And this is kind of how you guys do business. You just write down a number that you're willing to spend, and then he gives you what he can from it. Um, you're never dissatisfied by the work, though. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Have so, we gotten paid? <laughs> yeah. So okay. what you can do, I'm going to have you roll a persuasion check right now. This is this is how we're dealing with money right now. Okay. I like just just I like to make persuasion it easy. check rolls for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense that Bertram can get more for his money. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go by that. So instead of having to haggle and all this. 
Like, we're just going to do this. Uh, 23. So 23. Okay, good. Uh, so you write down a number. Uh, and he's like, I've got something made. Do you want engraving? I, I, um, if it can be rushed, uh, yes. Yeah, we can get it to you. Uh, we can, we can do within an hour for most. Um, and Adam, mm-hmm. uh, what, what last well, second initial? Hmm. Or maybe I'm thinking instead of a, an engraving, maybe a, a design of some sort. You mentioned a metal hand? Yes, I'm thinking um, maybe something Magitech-y looking, uh, you know, hand-wise. Like a gauntlet. Uh, a gauntlet, A gauntlet, of course. Uh, that's the absolute correct word for it. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I trust your design. Uh, okay, of Obviously. Course. Of course, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we, we can make this happen. Um, I'm going to show you the models. Uh, so he pulls out three briefcases after he takes you into the back, uh, and each of them is a different color of leather. So the one has, uh, like a, a much lighter brown, um, almost like a tan color. And then you have like that deep, deep, dark brown, like leather, and then the black sleek leather that has, uh, golden rivets in it, um, that are just gleaming. Uh, mm. the other ones have like more of a bronzed, uh, um, one has a bronzed, like, uh, rivets in it, and the, the final one has, like, these silver rivets in it. We have, we can do any combination of this. Uh, me as a player, I'm trying to think of what <laughs> Adam's garb looks like. Right. It's mostly, mostly black and gray, uh, if I remember it. And black it is. Black it is? Okay. Yeah. All right, and what color rivets would you like? Uh, do you have like a uh, uh, tarnished or brushed silver? Yes. Yeah, we can we can just refinish the silver here. Sounds good. Um. All right. Uh, come back within an hour, and it'll be ready for you. Thank you ever so much, as always. Oh, I forgot to show you the best part. And he opens it up, and it's just a briefcase, right? Mm-hmm. It's the size of like a trunk <laughs> inside, <laughs> and it just has like. So many different like pockets. It's basically like there's a there's a filing cabinet inside here. <laughs> like it's got area for everything else. Like it's got pre like pre filled pens, uh, an ink vial in there for him to refill it and stuff like that. Yeah. That just comes with it, and it all has the insignia of the shop on it as well. But like, can't really do that anyways. Fuck yeah! <laughs> all right. Uh, so before you go and pick it up, and we're gonna show you'll you'll see the engraving to give it to Adam. We're gonna go to. Dirk, what are you doing? Are you going with anyone, or are you doing this by yourself? Yeah, no, uh, Dirk is going to fly solo, because uh, growing up an orphan and living off the streets, he never had money to go and buy gifts, so he's going to do what he's used to. He's going to go steal them. No, no, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to do what he's used to, is making gifts on his own from whatever shit he could find fuck yes okay awesome <laughs> so so whose gift are you making then so uh he is gonna make a quick stop to like the like equivalent of a hardware store okay and pick up a bunch of shit he's gonna pick up <laughs> some wires he's gonna pick up uh some some like rubber balloons some <laughs> various uh Things that mix together to make almost like an ooze. Okay. Okay. Uh, some uh, 
some pieces of like either plastic or metal that he can shape and pin together to make something a little more intricate, some wood and some sheet metal and like a little power source. Okay. And so he's going to get all of, all of these things. Okay. And, and a spring okay. and go home and start making four different items. Okay. So we're going to role play <laughs> you at the shop. Okay. As you're picking this stuff up. So you bring it up to the front and this guy is just standing there like, I'm just picturing a Home Depot and like this guy is just like apathetically standing behind the counter like, did you find everything okay? Yep, I uh, should have everything here. I might be back later if I need a little something else. But yeah, this this is good for now. And he's he's got a he's got like a pseudo dragon in his hand and he like points it at it and you hear what the fuck is this stuff, man? What do you, what do you, are, you, are you making a bomb? Uh, no, but I'll uh, I'll, I'll keep note of that for next time. <laughs> I, 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 if, I can't sell you this stuff if you're making a bomb. I'm man. not making a bomb. But, I, I promise. And he puts out his pinky, giving him. Like, <laughs> look, man, I got to look you up in the system. I'm sorry. I can't I can't sell this to you without looking and, you up. And Dirk do you have just, an ID? Dirk pulls out his badge. <laughs> so, oh, shit. OK. All right. All right. Uh, yep, well, it's fine. All right. Yep. <laughs> Maybe he's fucking making. I'm just telling you, if you're making a bomb. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he like he puts it all into a paper bag for you. It's like, would you would you like to sign up for our rewards card? You know what? I'll probably be here quite a bit, so fuck it. And Dirk will just take like the five minutes just frantically filling this this like three page paper out, just signing everything. It's just it's entirely <laughs> illegible. He, he looks at it, he's like, sir, I, I can't any of this. Well, that's your problem. I'm out of here. <laughs> the guy's it's not gonna work, dude. Jeffrey, and he looks down at the pseudo dragon, Jeffrey, it's just not gonna work. <laughs> 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 and you exit the store with your stuff after paying for it. Uh, and yeah, you, you didn't buy anything super expensive. So you head home to craft the items. Now, I am going to ask you to roll um, secretly sleight of hand checks for each item and then use that to determine the quality for me. I'm going to leave that to your discretion so we can keep that a secret until we meet back up for gifts. So each of you has done a scene and you've also gotten a handful of other gifts that you planned on as well. Um, so we're going to come back and you guys are meeting back up the precinct, right? That's what you guys said. Uh, I forget what Dirk said, but sounds right. We were meeting yeah. up again. I don't know if we decided. Yeah, okay. we, we did. Well, it's mean, it's not like you have like instant messaging at all. Right. So you figure that out. We Gosh. are together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not like someone decides to leave their notepad. In. Can I say, nope. uh, what I got for. Or at least the ingredients I got for Bertram. Uh, why don't ooh, yeah, yeah. If you want to say what ingredients you got for Bertram, and then we'll we'll reveal what it is. That's fine with me. Yeah. So, uh, one of the ingredients is like the finest ale that Adam could find in the city. Okay, yeah. You actually, um, you were recommended to a place called the Bittersweet Tap House. Nice. Um, and as you're leaving, he's like, "Oh yeah." Don't forget, guys, uh, the Tipsy Tourney, we're participating in a, in a few weeks. Is 
Don't forget to come back. You guys enjoy. <laughs> and you've heard about the tipsy tourney, but you leave yeah. it at that and continue on. Sure. You're a tipsy oh, tourney. No. <laughs> and then Adam would also find somewhere to perhaps get alchemical ingredients to, to pseudo enchant the ale so that any food that is consumed with it just tastes like doubly good. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Any food. All right. Okay, uh, so you guys meet back up at the precinct. And so why don't we start with each of you is going to give out a gift. So who wants to start? Who wants to give out a gift first? Don't make me pick because I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, First, Dirk. Dirk will bring out... he'll, He'll just walk up to Bertram reach into his uh, bag of holding and bring out this like hastily made together uh, wooden, the equivalent of a rubber band gun, but instead it has a spring and is like, like a pistol that is close to being a crossbow (laughs) and it shoots out these, these darts, Mm -hmm. but the darts have like almost like a Velcro, type tip to them that they hook into clothing <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and on the other on the other side of the dart it's a freaking flower okay so he just hands this like toy dart gun to bertram with like four extra flower darts okay <laughs> uh so now since dirk gave you his gift to you do you have a gift for Bert, uh for dirk i do okay um uh i <laughs> I hand Dirk a sealed envelope or a scroll. Okay. Well, it's a scroll. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, he just opens it up. On it, there's a uh, uh, time and place where Dirk will meet with Scarlet on a Bertram planned wonderful evening. Uh, he, he, he and Anaza, uh, who's a bit more familiar, uh, with all the, uh, romantic places, uh, have put their heads together and planned out a wonderful evening together. A bit of, uh, uh, packed snacks and, uh, paid dinner. Um, it, uh, involves a, uh, nice walk. And a to be uh, a surprise, a um, hmm, a to be revealed uh, kind of. Hmm, how do I phrase it? Like co- like a. Uh, hmm, I need a. I mean like a there's a word I'm reaching for and I just can't find it. Private dinner. Uh, there, yeah, there is definitely a dinner for the two of them. Okay. Uh, but there is, there is a, uh, to be revealed excursion for the two of them. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. To kind of get out and do like, have a, uh, nice activity, get the blood flowing. Nice. Okay. Uh, and it ends with, uh, evening at a hot spring. Nice. <laughs> for the two of them. Ooh. Uh, after, after Dirk looks over all this stuff, he looks back at his, his toy flower dart gun and thinks, 
Nah, I'm going to have a shit year, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, as you say that, just... <laughs> Three darts just hit you in the chest. <laughs> and Bertram is loving the fuck out of it. This <laughs> is beautiful. <laughs> um, Adam would then bring out both a small cask. Okay. Uh, like an ale barrel. And hand it over to Bertram. And on the cask it says bittersweet tap house. That's where you bought it from. And then a like four inch by four inch square case, metal case, and hand that to Dirk. Okay. Oh shit. Alright. Uh yeah, Dirk will receive this box and open it up. So you see the earpieces that I described earlier. Oh, uh these look cool. Uh it's what, not jewelry. what are they? <laughs> Just uh <laughs> Clarify. All right. Uh, do I? Well, I listen. I'll explain. Wait, I... this isn't a one of those. No, 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 no. Not for that time. No. Okay. Okay. This is for the time before that. I suppose if you really wanted to, you could still use it during that time. Yikes! But Bertram might be uncomfortable. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I think we're all uncomfortable. <laughs> this would allow you to communicate with Bertram on your date in case maybe you need his help with something. Um, he'd be able to listen in on your conversation with Scarlet, and you'd be able to talk to each other instantaneously. Why? Why would I want Bertram to spy on my conversation with Scarlet? Well. You did ask him for various bits of advice oh, oh, and direction. I, I get it. So you want me to use this to talk to him so he can put words in my head and so I can sound like, I, like I'm somebody that knows how to talk properly. If you want. Got it. If you want to. <laughs> I, you can talk properly according to yourself, Dirk. <laughs> Damn straight. Scarlet Scarlet <clears throat> will like you for well, your personality. I, I I appreciate the gift, and if nothing else, this will be very useful on occasions, I'm sure. Thank you. I think so. Okay. And Bertram, that's the finest ale I could find in town with a little extra spice in it. Oh? Um, consume with a meal, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I am so very thankful and curious. Um, my gift uh, to you, Adam. And I'll just hand I'll hand Adam the uh, the briefcase, the bag. Yeah. So you hand him a briefcase. The infinite folio. Yeah, and it has. <laughs> uh, so first off, like Adam is just jaw drop because you see another leather briefcase now. Um, and With like the brushed silver like inlay. In yeah, it. yeah. And then on top of that, you have engraved in the center uh, is a coat of arms that you instantly feel connected to, but have never seen it before, because it just like feels like this coat of arms describes 
your magic to you because it, it's nice. It's an exact copy of your original gauntlet, mm. almost. So, like, based on what he described, it like it just feels like that, right? When you see it, it. feels yeah, almost familiar. Yeah. Um, and then like so, just looking at it on the outside, it's just. And he says it's actually a briefcase, so you're like ecstatic by that alone. So <laughs> yeah, like, he's popping it open uh, after you know the little three digit yep. combination or whatever, <laughs> gonna pop it open. Yeah, it, it's it's Adam's birthday. He had it. That <laughs> he's for sticking you. his whole head in. <laughs> yeah. to just look around. It's, it's like the trunk of a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you can just set it up on top of something. Like there you go. And immediately Adam's like starting to take papers out of like his uh, his own bag, like stuff that was just like. Really not properly organized, kind of like yeah. a and, high school homework folder. And as the papers, oh, as, as like this organized, <laughs> okay, hang on though. But like all of us are getting personally attacked I mean, here. I, yeah, you're like this is me too, Nick. Were you the organized one in school? Yeah. Your silence tells me that maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, I definitely had that. That was really bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, uh, as soon as the papers enter it. Like, some of them are bent, like, some of them are kind of stained, because, like, you put your coffee cup in there one on, once on accident, <laughs> and, like, it definitely stained, like, that, your notebook and everything, mm -hmm. it cleans it, Ooh. and straightens the paper as soon as it goes in, and then you feel it pulled out of your hand towards the filing cabinet, oh. and it gets organized automatically. Oh. Adam just feels at peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> sparks joy yeah it, it sparks joy is, is the best way to put it and there's like a perfect little slot directly in the center for your notebook to sit nice mm. so mm. it's got like this leather rounds uh it's got like the strap that goes over it sure. and um the buckle has the engraving on it as well nice so yeah adam's gonna keep it over his shoulder okay so uh who is next is there anyone uh, else? So Dirk still has a gift for three people. Oh, you have one for Adam specifically here. Yes. Uh, so uh, also, by the way, those uh, sleight of hand checks that you made me roll, uh, I got a 19 for Bertram's flower nice. dart gun. Uh, I got a 29 for uh, Adam's Nice, gift. nice. So this, these are... Uh, articulated finger gloves so they essentially add on two more digits and they they're like sharpened to a point onto your fingers so that you look like you have <laughs> extra long creepy fingers okay <laughs> and one of them is sized a little bit larger to fit over your gauntlet so you can just slide it onto your gauntlet and then you have really long creepy sharp fingers this is actually perfect because sometimes when i make things I wish I had smaller hands. <laughs> and this was... <laughs> now I feel personally attacked with my sausage fingers over here. <laughs> this is perfect. And, and they have magnetic tips. <laughs> oh. Nice. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'll give you bonuses to some sleight of hand when doing some stuff then. Yeah, cool. Or Thank other you. stuff. I mean, we can, we can go with this how you guys want. Okay, uh, so... Yeah, you guys are done with gifts for each other. Adam's going to give Dirk and Bertram a hug. He just goes yeah. in and accepts it. Okay. Hug time. Hug time. Bertram apathetically joins the hug. Uh, no, Bertram's down. Okay, okay. It seemed like like I was just looking at your face. That's just my face. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, Bertram hugs. So, <laughs> so Dirk has two more gifts. 
uh, for yeah. two other characters, NPCs. Uh, one one more for Mudbreaker because he was ju- just just wanted to just repay the debt for this super cool uh, blade that he got. Uh, so he he made this he made this box mm-hmm. made out of wood, sheet metal, and there's a small power source inside. And there is a window on one face of this eight by eight cube. Okay. Uh, eight inch cube. Um, and there is sort of this plane that is like a, a green felt surface and then a hole in the center. And inside on this plane is this metal marble. And so with this metal marble, you move it around until it gets into the hole, until it finds falls into the hole right and as it does that it gives you a little shock <laughs> it's just like a it's like a little puzzle box that that has a fuck you at the end exactly <laughs> um but uh this so this is for Mudbreaker, and i rolled a natural one plus 10 for uh, no, 11, no 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 that doesn't matter what's okay so the downside is is it actually delivers a serious electrical shock <laughs> the first time it's going to be used. So, like, you guys go back up to Mudbreaker's office. I'm sure you guys, the other two, have gifts yep. for him. So, so you set down this gift, and he picks up. He's like, well, thank you. Um, Yeah, like, this yeah. is awesome. I can't wait to solve it. Yeah, like, just uh, just try try getting that metal ball there into that hole. And, and like, he just rolls it back and forth. And, like, it... <laughs> <laughs> And oh, he shit, drops oh, it. Shit. And he falls off his chair as he like seizes up from the electricity. What the fuck, Dirk? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I guess I messed up with the calibration with the power output. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, Chief. Uh, here, let me help you up. Fuck. And he's smoking like a little <laughs> bit as he stands up and sits back on his chair. Are, are you hurt? Are you hurt? Do you need me to get you a, a, here? You know, here, have this uh, healing capsule if you need it. I'm just gonna cast cure wounds. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Bertram. Okay. Of course, Chief. I... Thanks for the gift. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll go put it down in interrogation. <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry, Chief. It's, I... it's fine. It's the thought that counts. I just, sorry. Uh, sorry. It's, it's a great gift. Puts it on the other side of his desk. Keep it here in case I have anyone visiting that I don't like. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you, guys. Oh, hey, Adam. Yes? Adam's going to produce a small black music box. Oh. Uh, when the uh, time is right, just twist the handle with the song in mind and it'll perpetually play. Interesting. And Interesting. Adam uh, grabs it and twists the handle and Smarvin Ray... Let's get it on, plays. <laughs> I've been feeling tired. <laughs> and that's all we can do without yeah. uh, issues. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, we will... Uh, yeah, this, this is amazing. Thank you. You just you just really want me to get laid, don't you? <laughs> well, I think you want you to get laid, and I'm here to support you in that endeavor, Chief. <laughs> Thank you. You see, like, a tear fall from the corner of his eye. Better get huge raises. <laughs> this, this is After perfect. Mrs. Mudbreaker gets a huge raise. <laughs> this, this scene has been perfect for something oh, Dirk God. has planned later on. Oh, no. Oh All right. Uh, so, 
<clears throat> uh, <laughs> Bertram's Bertram's just gonna take out. Uh, it's just like a little red button. Okay. Like pushable button. Okay. I'm just gonna put it in front of Bunbreaker. So what is this, Bertram? Push the button. He pushes the button. Just like a little minor illusion of like a chibi mud breaker bashing the three of us over the head. <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> like this little animation. Hologram. Yeah, a yeah, little anima- hologram awesome. animation of just like him like cartoonishly beating the crap out of Bonking us. us. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I know who we are and I feel like this may help us continue to get along. He like he's like <laughs> try not to wear it out. I can totally see like sometime in the future <laughs> where we fuck up. He's in front of us and he's just mashing the button. Definitely. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, uh, yeah. These are amazing gifts, guys. Thank you so much. And he he places it off to the side on his desk. Like yep, yep. I'm liking this. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm, I hope you guys enjoy your gifts. Um, and you guys do finally get attuned to your gifts at this time. Nice. So uh, Adam's ability that he gains with his gauntlet is, first off, he gets plus one to all spell attack rolls. On top of that, his spell save DC has gone up by one as well uh, from this item, which I know is OP, but it's freaking awesome, so I'm doing it. Uh, the last ability is once per long rest. He currently has the ability to add his uh, sneak attack damage to a single spell attack for a single target that meets all other sneak attack um, requirements. So that, while it's a very complex way of saying it, there's no easy way to say this, unfortunately. Uh, and it was a much longer written out ability anyways. But basically, if he wants to, when he casts like a Scorching Ray now, one of the targets of that Scorching Ray, excuse me, if they meet all other sneak attack requirements, can in addition gain the 2d6 sneak attack damage that he has right now. Hells yeah. Uh, Dirk's Plasma Blade that he received has additional effects. It gets a, gives him a plus one to hit, also a plus one to AC and all saving throws. Uh, in addition, he is able to use his Uncanny Dodge ability on someone else within five feet of him and as a reaction. When doing so, he also can then again use a special reaction to give himself Uncanny Dodge later in that round. So this will be something that is super defensive for him and help him to spread his tankiness around. <laughs> uh, finally, Bertram got himself a badass boomstick that gives him the ability to use an additional use of his psychic blades ability without using that uh, bardic inspiration. And when doing so for the foreseeable future, that creature that he hits with the damage has a disadvantage on the next saving throw. So, uh, that helps him line up a nice attack. In addition, it's also a plus one weapon and is a revolver uh, that does 2d8 damage. Oh. So, Bertram's damage output for that single attack is pretty damn good still. Uh, so, I think that's it for their weapons. But as described before, they are going to scale with them. So, this will be fun to see in the future. This is just what they do now. Uh, okay. Now, is there anything else you guys want to do before we cut this off? I do want to point out. That's fine with me. There's going to be cutting now, so. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
so the only other thing is Dirk has a another gift meant for Scarlet. Okay. Should I describe the gift? Yeah, go ahead and describe <laughs> the gift. We're just going to talk about this as Dirk is looking over it before he brings it to you. Okay. So I rolled a 26 on that uh, sleight of hand check for this. Okay. And basically what I'm making is a essentially a balloon that's mm-hmm. filled with a a like non-Newtonian fluid that when it is cooler, it holds its shape. And then when you warm it up a bit, you can mold it. Okay. And so it's like a, a balloon like flecked with like different colored paints to look interesting mm-hmm. and just be able to be something that can be molded. Okay. Cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. And we will talk about you giving that to her at another date. Yep. All right. So if you guys are good with this, if there's anything else you guys want to do, that's fine. If not, I mean, can... Adam would probably want to go watch the parade and maybe grab a bite to eat. But yeah, yeah, yeah of course. So uh, as you guys are finishing off your day, if all of you want to go there, I'm not sure if that's what. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't have to. Bertram will choose a place. <laughs> that's OK. With <laughs> yeah, Bertram. of course. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you guys, <laughs> you walk by the parade and uh, as you see, you see several um, paper mache dragons of all different chromatic colors and even uh, metallic colors as well uh, being marched down the center of the street. Um, and as they keep going, you notice that there is an end to this. And at the end, there are several dragonborn using their uh, their breath weapons to destroy the paper mache of them. As you see this pile of ash and like just acidic ooze and all of this just completely destroyed at the center. And everyone around it is cheering for the destruction of the dragons and the symbolizing of their independence from them actually becoming a people of their own cool idea like when they light the paper mache dragons on fire you can see like the floating uh burning pieces of like paper Mm -hmm. just like confetti basically right yeah yeah of course that's awesome uh some of them they melt away confetti yeah (laughs) wildfire confetti and then like some of them like they freeze and just shatter and just like fall to the ground and like like, wet yeah Yeah. like like snow this wet puddle of you know ooze and then like there's the gaseous spray that just kind of like eats away and it turns brown and it just like falls apart crumbling. And finally you have just the acid spray that just completely obliterates it, eating away at it. And it just forms in this pile of blackish ichor. So what is the lightning do to it? uh, It sets it on fire, but like in a a more like centralized way. And if you're near, your hair stands up. (laughs) Like (laughs) when it hits uh, like the wiring before it like is disintegrated glows bright red from the electric energy surging through it. So. It's a cool parade. Yeah, that's the parade. And, you know, being passed out, there is a variety of different fried goods and stuff like that. But I'm going to refrain from talking about that right now because it might spoil what comes in the future. All right. And that's going to be it for the holiday episode. Thank you for joining us on Choosing Day as they had to scramble to find gifts. I hope you guys enjoyed (laughs) Please enjoy your holiday as it's just now past, and don't forget to spend time with family. Never feel bad to give out a handmade gift because they mean the world to everyone. Uh, I know Dirk just pulled that out of his butt, but that's actually a serious thing that personally I do every year for a lot of people. I give out handmade gifts. Actually, earlier today, I brought in t-shirts for everyone that I ordered for them. 
And my wife and I, we make candles every year for people. We do uh, like cookie dough mixes and um, like hot cocoa mixes. And you might not think that those are important because they're cheap or, you know, something that you did that was easy. But they do mean something to people. So I thought that counts. Yeah, exactly. So please, I hope you enjoyed your holiday season and you continue to enjoy it into the new year. Have a good time and goodbye for now. Happy holidays, y'all. Bye, See guys. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you could help spread the word of the show. And the best way to do that is just tell someone about it. Just reach over, tap someone on the shoulder, and say, hey, why don't you listen to Dice Heist? Uh, The second is writing a review and subscribing on whatever podcast network you use to listen to us. Uh, If you'd like to help us support our show monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash diceheist, where you can choose to donate at whatever level you like, and you will get some great bonus content in return, such as our one-shot onslaughts and our after-show Heist House. We release episodes every other Sunday, so keep a lookout for that. I'd like to take this quick moment to thank all the people that make this show possible, starting with Aaron, Bronson, and Nick. I'd also like to thank Nick a second time for letting us use his song, Something for Now, as our intro and outro. I also must thank my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes. And, of course, BattleBards.com for their help improving our show with their expansive library of music that I use to uh, help immerse you guys in the world of Dice Heist. Check us out on Patreon.com slash dice heist like i mentioned before and you guys can get uh access to some cool content uh don't forget to check us out on twitter at dice underscore heist and on facebook at dice heist podcast feel free to reach out to us there or send us an email at dice heist podcast at gmail.com uh if you guys send me a message i will definitely respond to you guys so please i i would love to hear from you guys so just give us your feedback let us know what you think and thanks for listening Stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.